Big Talk Nation. Welcome back to another episode of the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. And this is the second annual Valentine's Day special part two. Two. Greg's version. <laughs> 1.0. <clears throat> Whoa. Greg's playlist. Go ahead and do the business. God, dude, you're really that. manhandling that microphone. You're probably the reason this one broke, dude. You're manhandling it, dude. I had to... I had to tape it up, dude. Giving the giving the microphone a little herky jerky. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been when you were reviewing your list, your ballads list. Yeah. All right, guys. I forgot on the last episode. I won't forget this time. Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. TikTok, Instagram at BigTalkCG.podcast. YouTube, Facebook. Search up the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. That's Greg with three G's, one in the front, two in the back. Let's go. I forgot to mention it last time. At Big Talk C, or excuse me, Big Talk CG at gmail.com. That's it. Spotify, Apple, YouTube. It's probably the best three Bullhorn, spots. Stitcher, yeah. Podbean. Yep, they're all there. I all think right. that the Spotify and the Apple are. Yeah. Google's good too. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's and, right, Google. And Samsung. Google yeah. Samsung. We're worldwide. Let's go. <laughs> oh, we're still right, worldwide. Greg, what are we doing? What are we doing? All here? right, this is my playlist. This is the Valentine's special. Um, we know, we, we went and we thought about power ballads, but this is definitely, there's a lot of power ballads on here. And you know, to be honest, Chris, some of these songs were on last year's po- playlist that I cut out. And I knew if we did another episode, I was definitely going to put them on here. And I'll, t- I'll explain some of the songs, but, you know, we're starting off with a song called Don't Walk Away from Danger Danger. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard this before. Have you heard this? Uh, yeah, from the album, from <laughs> listening to the album. I have the tape. Oh, okay, good. I wasn't sure on that, but this is one of those definitely um, romantic power ballads, which I definitely love. Um, it's about heartbreak, but I still love it because it reminds me to, like, fight when things are bad. Mm-hmm. Don't walk away. Come back, and we're going to fight for our love. You know, listen to your heart. Hear what I say. Don't you walk know? away. We can Don't make it work. Away. We can make it work. We can try and, to make it work. And this was one of those songs that I definitely love. It was from their debut album from 1989 called Danger Danger. Um, I thought this was a great band, um, and I liked a lot. The only thing I thought funny from this band was when they came out with their first single. The first single was Bang Bang. The name of the, uh, the, name of the band was Naughty uh, um, uh, danger, danger, and they had another song called Naughty Naughty. It was like, do you really guys? Can you? Are yeah, you just stuttering? Yeah, can, yeah. Can you come up? Yeah. Love, love, yeah. and shoot, shoot. You know. Yeah, I do. Yeah, about them, they did definitely did that. That was definitely funny about this band, but um, definitely good band. I thought this was great. Uh, they came out at a good time, um, right on the end of the '80s into the '90s. I think they pulled out another album. It did mediocre, but after that, they fell apart, you know, and I kind of think they do some independence now, but whatever. This is definitely one of those songs that I definitely love. I've loved it for many years, and I had to throw this on my playlist, and uh, there's a reason why I started off with this song, and then as soon as I, I we, towards the end of the playlist, I'll finish it up why I did So that. this is, this is a concept playlist, is that what you're telling me? Is this is a concept playlist. A concept playlist, yeah. beginning to end. I just threw mine together. Uh, and then acted like I knew what I was doing. But you actually put thought into this one. Yeah. All so right. go on to the next song, man. Another right. one. This is the uh, uh, the next song. 
uh, great band. Oh my God, this is a band called Wildside. Um, when they began in, I think they got together in 88, they were known as Young Guns. So here in Hollywood, when they were on the Sunset Strip, they were known as Young Guns. For some reason, they changed their name and they ended up on Wildside and they signed with Capitol Records. They pulled out, uh, uh, their album came out in 92 called Under the Influence. And man, that album blew me away uh, from beginning to end. I think they have 10 or 11 songs. And there's a good solid eight songs that are just ripping, rocking, or very emotional like this song called Just Another Night. Loved it. I thought this was a great band that didn't do anything after their first album came out or the record company kind of didn't do anything after them when the grunge movement because this is 92 93 is when grunge came out and nobody was playing them and they just kind of fizzled yeah uh, oh, what yeah. did you think of the song i i honestly think it's one of the better ones on your list um yeah the, the first two I'm, I'm i'm two for two on your list dude i i they you know Danger, Danger, uh, the first band had on there. They kind of get lumped in with a lot of those bands that came in like right at the tail end and just kind of get thrown away. Yeah. But I think this band here, Wildside, they definitely have a sound that is theirs, uh, and I think that they're great. I think that they're vastly underrated, and most people don't even know that they ever existed. Great choice. Yeah. Definitely. I, I don't know if you're familiar with one of the guitarists. I think his name is Brent Woods. He was the guitarist for Vince Neil. On his solo band, uh, I don't think he still plays with him today. But you know, when Vince Neil was doing his solo work, that guy was with him. You're invited, but your friend can't come. Yeah, or? that kind of stuff. Some of like that, man. Go ahead and go to the next song, man. All on right. this one. So this is definitely another one of those songs that I definitely love. It's called uh, "Mine" from Bullet Boys. Um, <clears throat> the album was released in '93, and the album is called Zaza. This was the third album from the guys. Bullet Boys to me was a great rocking band. They had all the magic and all the charisma that I loved from hard rock. I wouldn't say heavy metal. We'll say hard rock. Uh, Ted Templeman released or, or produced their first album and their second album. I'm not sure if he did this third one. But there was some magic and charisma that I definitely loved about this band. Um, I met him a few times. Uh, um, the singer Mark actually went to Montebello High School, which is the high school my daughter went to. And I always would say stuff to her, but she never believed me. And this song has just, since I first heard it, I fell in love with it. Uh, I have so much emotion for this. It, it's, I had to, this was on my la list last year, but I had to cut it. I, you know, I had to cut the fat and I had to play it this year. So this mm -hmm. was definitely one of the songs that I knew to keep on my list for this. I love this song, man. I am not a huge Bullet Boys fan. And I'll be honest, the first time when the song started playing, you know what it reminds me of right out of the gate? Yeah. Like, like, like bluesy type. No, like, it reminds me of a Cialis infomercial. That little strumming at the beginning. You know Cialis, the erectile dysfunction <laughs> drug or whatever? The ED drug? Yeah. It just, that's what it reminds me of because they had their theme music and I had to play it back like three times and go, but I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of Bullet Boys. Uh, you lost me on this one, but you know, that's it. It's just... These aren't lists for each other. These are lists for ourselves. Yeah, ourselves. So exactly. We're not gonna like each other's lists all the way through. But see, that guitar reminds me of a Cialis commercial. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, when I when I had this in in '93, it was more of like a bluesy rockabilly 
type feel. It wasn't a traditional like even the drums and the way they're playing is it just you know a certain sound to it, and that's what I I loved it. It was more fifties rockabilly type bluesy song, and that's what was really appealing for me, and that's why I still have that in my mind. It's a very you know songworm type of for me that I love. I love it. Can't say you know Sweet. how much more I love about this kind of stuff. Let's go to the next uh, one. Yeah, go ahead and go to the next one. All right, <clears throat> this is another uh, a band that I love from the '80s. Enough's enough. This is their second album. It's called Strength, which is this song. Um, dude, when I, when I first heard this this song, it really it really meant something to me because it's the same thing where you're talking about a lover, your partner, and you need sometimes you need someone who's gonna be your strength that you would fight for, and that's what I loved about it. You know, because, you know, I've been in some relationships and sometimes I wanted my partner to be stronger than they were or different than they were. And it wasn't. But this song to me was real, real, real. Like, I believe the words he said. And that's what messed me up on it was I believe strength. I need someone who's going to hold me up. I need someone who I can hold up and be their strength when they need to be my strength, too. And that's what I loved about this song. And it talks about being there for someone and being really like, hey, I, I'm in love with you and I will do anything you need to to be by your side. And that's what I took from this song. I dig it. I, and it, as Go, go ahead. ahead. You go first. Uh, it's For me, it's okay. I like it better than the last one. Um, it gives me... <laughs> it gives me Phantom of the Opera because it sounds like Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Dun! Dun dun dun! Like just like the Family right. Opera song from the musical, and I don't know what the fuck they're doing with the violin solo towards the end. <laughs> it's like, what are you guys doing? I mean, to me, I didn't like it. Um, besides that, Enough's Enough is another one of those bands that just doesn't get their due. And I wish they did because they are a great band. Uh, well, this this came from their second album. You know, that first one was really good. Yeah. Uh, they came out with this. Um, and I thought there was a lot of deep cuts from this album that really worked. So when I went back to look at this album, you know, because sometimes I make a ton of playlists, there was a lot of songs that I loved from this. And, and this was one of those songs that I had for many. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, Chris, this is one of those songs that I remembered I had and I put it into the playlist. Mm-hmm. Like this came from towards the end because I was like, no, no, no. I love this song. I, I, I really dig this. I like the way this sounds. Uh, go on to the next one. Let's on go. This one. All right. If this sounds familiar, um, well, this is a, a definitely a song we've heard before on Chris's uh, playlist called "I Love You" from the, the Climax Blues Band. Um, this is Tesla doing a cover of "I Love You," and I thought they did a excellent cover. Yeah. Same same feel in the '70s, but you hear Keith's vocals, and it I thought it works. I. I Absolutely love it from the first time I heard it. Yeah, I. Tesla just has a one of the unsung greats, the unsung greats of this era, and yeah, they're doing a great job of a cover of this song. They make it enough of their own, but also still keeping true to what the song was. Um, love it, dude. Love it. Yeah, it's kind of hard to bash a song that we 
love the original yeah. and, and somebody does a cover it's like wow and a band that we love too Tesla yeah. they just grade it so this was another one too that um, I knew I needed to put on my list because it was just yeah. such a, an excellent cover great song I love it man there's really not and it actually um, from this album it's called Twisted Wires from 2011 um, what they did was they took all their hits a lot of their songs and just kind of did an acoustic version of it and they kind of added a few things that they loved yeah and it worked I thought that album worked too it was yeah. kind of a nice fun album to have I agree with you dude great pick great choice Lo- yeah um, I kind of tossed around the idea of putting this one on but I was like no I'm going to go OG but I'm glad you got this on here so we can show both both sides of it. Yeah. I, a great choice. And, and this was one I of those it. things that made me laugh when I saw yours that had, you had on there. And I was like, oh, shit. Me and Chris have it again. But we had we always different versions. Like that. Sometimes we do. Yeah. Uh, but before you go to the next um, song, I want to say if, uh, something. So the next four songs are... Um, Grouped in because of the songwriter Nikki Six. Of course, Nikki Six of Motley Crue. Um, he had some side projects. He did some different things, and there have been songs that I just absolutely love. So the next four songs are all about Nikki Six. Not really Motley Crue, but some side projects and some other things he's done. And uh, we're gonna give it a listen, Chris. So go ahead and go to the next right. one, and I'll talk yeah. about this. All right. <clears throat> this is a song called Stormy. Uh, Nikki did a song about his daughter. Um, her name is Storm Six, and he kind of did it, and I thought it was so beautiful because I had a daughter too, and it kind of reminded me of her and how much I love her, and you know, I will always love you, do what you need to do, I will give you the world, and I thought it was beautiful, and I loved it. Um, this is taken from a band called 58, which anybody knows, Nikki Six was born in 1958, so he kind of named the band after that. And this is kind of um, a rock rap fusion type of band. And I, the album is really different and out there. And there are a lot of great songs. But this song resonated with me so much because of the love I had for my daughter. And, and I just loved it. And my daughter doesn't remember, but I would sing this song a lot to her when we were in the cars. And, you know, like, I'm sure if she heard it, she would be like, how do I know this song? But this is one of those things that I just loved. Um, if you don't know anything about this band, it was a little side project he did. And if you know, uh, Steve Gibb was on here, which is Barry's son from the Bee Gees. Mm-hmm. Barry Gibb, this is his son Steve, who played guitar. Uh, there was a, a singer was named David Darlings, who's a record producer and does some other stuff. And the drummer was called Bucket Bear, uh, Baker. Um, it's a little funky. It's a little out there, but I dug it. I really dug this. There's a lot of craziness, different sounds on there. But this song was just so beautiful about my daughter. And I obviously know you have a daughter too. You have two daughters. You know, you can kind of feel something different and stuff. What did you think about this? The one thing I hate is when I am going to say what I want to say and then you come out with something beautiful and say how much it reminds you of your daughter and all these things. Because what I really want to say is I thought the song was terrible. Okay. I think the song is terrible, and I'll just leave it at that. I just, I. But I want you to I, say, uh, I want you to, to, to say. I just feel, didn't, I didn't care for it at all. Yeah. yeah. Because you didn't know, you weren't, un, you were unfamiliar with this type stuff. Well, no, I, it's, it's music. I don't only like one kind of music, but I just was like, this is 
I just didn't think it was a very good song. Okay. Uh, I don't like the. We could go into it deeper if you want, but we'll just leave it at that. We can leave it uh, like that, man. Go on to the next uh, one if you want, man. Yeah, I didn't care for it. And yeah. I was actually surprised that Nikki Six was in the band and, you know, wrote slash co-wrote the song because I was like, really? Huh. Okay. Sometimes people have other shit they want to say. All right. So anyways, uh, like I said, this Nikki Six. Now we're going into Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. Um, this first one is from their, de- not let's say debut album, but their self-titled album called Motley Crue. And this is when they joined, uh, when Vince left the band and they picked up John Karabi. And he came in and brought a different element. And if it brought a different power, different sound. Like grit. Different grit. Yeah, different grit into the band. And uh, they have a cup. They have maybe another kind of lovish love song. But this one I thought was a little different. It's mostly acoustic. Uh, some good riffs in it. And I thought it was definitely a definitely beautiful song. It's called Love Shine. Um, I thought it was great. How about you? Love it. Love it. A great choice. Um, I got nothing bad to say about this song. I, you know, the, the John Karabi album is so different than a lot of the other Man. stuff they did. Um, you know, it just brought a whole another side of the band. You now had a legit singer. You had a legit fourth musician in the band. Yeah. And songwriter. It really took them to another level, I thought. Um, as well see coming up on the next uh, next song you pick love it dude love it love this song great ready are you ready uh, why don't we bring it to the next one since you kind of brought it up already <laughs> alright uh, next one this is definitely Motley Crue again this is when Vince got back in the band they did an album called Generation Swine which they did a left turn they really not just a left turn a left turn and it was cool that they were back it just people didn't want a left turn they wanted shout at the devil and girls 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 and dr feel good and it, they they didn't get it they got this crazy sound wall of death that they, some people really just didn't like. Well, I think that when a band breaks up or someone leaves and comes back, Vince Neil being singer, when you're coming out with that first thing back, they don't want something new. Our band is back, and I want our band to put out an album that is a Motley Crue album, not what is... I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. This... Electronic I don't even know, I don't even know what to say about okay. this. It's for one, I'm not really a big fan of the song, but it, knowing it's a Motley Crue song even just makes it worse for me. And I get why all those fans were like, no, thank you. All right. So now let me tell you Don't why. Don't tell it, me you're going to give me some fucking beautiful story about something this now and make I, me feel like a piece of shit. Thank you. I am going to give you a story on this and why I, lo- why I love this song too. So it's a little sentimental for me, this song, because it kind of starts off. This song really is about someone you're not sure if your lover is into you or has the magic the magic is still there Mm -hmm. i was going through with this with my first wife i wasn't sure if the magic was still there at the end of the song they kind of talk about well let's make a baby together and that's what resonated with me so i was having a lot of problems with my wife uh 
And let's just say that when at the end the song came where, hey, let's have a baby together, it was kind of like, it reminded me so much of the trouble that I went through, the darkness that I went through with her around that time that it made me, it reminds me of it. And I don't hate it. I love it because I got my daughter out of that. And, you know, would I go through all that pain again that I went through to do it? Hell no. But knowing I may not have a daughter, I might want to go through it again. And that's what he's right now. He's going to say, you know, let's make a baby inside of you. It's just kind of one of those things that I love this song because of that. So, yes, I have a story. And like I said, a lot of these songs are stories that I wanted to say. And that's what I wanted to say. It's a concept playlist. Concept playlist. Yeah. (laughs) And and like I said, Chris, I'll agree with you. I loved this album because I like crazy shit. I want to hear something different. Like, I don't know what this is. This is Mick doing this is it, 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 different sound. I know it's not a usual solo. You know, maybe it's a, a maybe it's a Judas Priest synthesizer guitar, right? Turbo Lover. I don't know what this is. Right, why don't you go to the last song? All right, let's go. All right, this uh, song is called Smile. This is a band called Six AM, which is Nikki Six. That's yep. right. We're, we're grouping in Nikki Six on the time, and. Um, he did a solo at work because he left Motley Crue a little bit. Um, and this is a song that he wrote about his future wife. Um, but at the time, I couldn't relate to him as, as a beautiful wife. I related to it as my daughter. So my daughter was the one through everything that sometimes I would go through some dark times. But knowing she was alive, knowing she was out there, knowing I was going to see her, knowing I was going to be around her, knowing I was going to... Be a, her, I'm, I'm, her dad made me smile, and that's what I took from it. I looked in her, I looked in, and saw my daughter through this song, and and you can relate it to anybody from yeah. a loved one, your family, this and that. But you know, someone who's gonna make me smile, and that was my daughter through most of my times that yeah. I needed to be. I'm a fan of 6 a.m. Uh, I think that they're great. I, I thought it was a great band they put together. With uh, Michael and, and DJ, DJ. and uh, Nikki, um, I don't know. They only have two albums out so far. No, they have three, like four. Okay, uh, so I haven't maybe heard any of their newer, newest stuff. But those first couple albums are great. Yeah, and they I, they went for a lot of modern rock sound. Yeah, yeah. for themselves, and that's what uh, made it made it different than Motley Crue. Motley Crue was more rock. This was more of a modern rock sound. But it was still them. rock. It wasn't it what still. we just heard. It was more, it was still straight rock. Correct. Straight up rock. Right. Um, did I tell you about the time I saw DJ Ashba in the uh, street? I was in Burbank no. and he crossed the street. He was crossing the street in front of me, uh, a couple cars in front of me. And I actually opened up my door, got out, and I was like, DJ, what's up, man? Love so your play. <laughs> Had to get back in the car. You no, know, man. You know me like, that What's one? up, dude? So, cool. cool. He probably remembers me. When he hears this episode, he'll, he'll remember. <laughs> This is a great, beautiful song. I yeah, definitely love it. I agree. It. Agree. Um, like I said, you can really a- apply it to anybody. How you feel it? If you have a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a lover, uh, a wife, a spouse, your parents. For me, I related it to um, my daughter, and you know, it was great. So, you want to bring me the next song? Yeah, I'm still song? waiting for the "Where's the Making Love" song. Where's the Making Love song? You don't get that out of me, baby. Yeah, you know, Chris, sometimes you just make me smile. I need the making love song. If you guys want to make love, go listen to mine. 
And make love all night long, baby. <laughs> Just because you have love in every fucking song doesn't mean it's a love song. But they, all right. are, but they are all love songs. Yeah, they are. Let's talk about some Blue Murder. All right. Let's Blue Murder Jelly Roll. Blue Murder is a super group that came out. Um, John Sykes, Carmine Apiece, and I think Frankie. No, I forgot what his different name is. God damn it. Got it's okay. I'll look it up for you. Um, was the bass player, um, and they did kind of, they kind of came out with a great album, and it was just, and I, this is one of those songs too that I love. This is also one of the, I think the last song that I added on my playlist. Um, I just went on. It's not really a, a power ballad, but till you get to the end, it kind of does a little back and forth. Yeah. When I saw this was on your list, I was like, that's not a, that's not a ballad. But then I was like, oh, okay. At the end, when it slows down, um, it shows it's, emotion. It's a ballad. But this whole first half of the song um, isn't about, so I was like, okay, I'll give it to him. I'll let him put it on me. I'll, I'll let him put it on his own list. <laughs> I, I really loved it. So I, this was the first single they came out with, and, I man, I thought it was great. I thought there was a lot of good stuff um, from this song. Power, emotion, showing, like, love. So it starts off with love, 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 I love you. This is, this is something going on. And then it kind of does a a little right turn and kind of slows down and turns into baby I really love you and don't leave me type of uh, song but I dug it I thought this was great man yeah one of those bands that honestly uh, by the way Tony Franklin ah Tony Franklin uh, this is one of those bands nobody ever 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 talks about and yeah. they are a monster for th- I love They're it a great I super love group. it when the when a three piece you know like yeah. Rush or yeah, Blue Murder can just put out that sound that sounds like a hundred guys playing. Great, dude. I mean, all their songs are a little bit unradio friendly because they're all like five minutes long, mm-hmm. but they're all great. Um, Valley of the Kings is great. That whole album is, at worst, really good. The whole <laughs> album is good. So, you know, I love that you have this song on here. I wouldn't say it's a ballad, but well, as soon as you hear yeah, it now, now, yeah. now when you start listening to it, it came from a, a fun, happy song. And now it's breaking down to like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. And he'll Carmine's start. Dropping, oh, dropping Carmine, dude. See, love can break your heart. Yeah. Now it's heartache. So from, hey, honey, everything is good. I love you. Now it's like, don't leave me. I gave you everything I had. Do you know who produced this album? No. Who? Bob Rock. No way. Goddamn Bob Rock. Yeah. I bet you he was doing keyboards. I bet. I would have to look, but probably. No, that's Bo Hill, sorry. Oh, Bo yeah. Hill was doing the keyboards. He was <laughs> too busy doing something with a rat. <laughs> but this song is I really I really love the song and, and I think this was the last song that I added because I just heard it on the radio. I heard it on my speakers and was like, I need to have this song on here. I love this song too much. Um, go on to the next song because I got a group I got a group. You were you were like in trance right there listening to the song or yeah. something. It, it, I don't know. I, it's just so much. I love it. I, oh, I can hear it all the time. All right, let's Love go. It. All right. So this is a combination, a twofer, one-two on this, where this is a band called Injected. Um, the reason why I have it on there is I love this fucking song. Um, this is one of those songs that um, they came out. The, the album was released on 2001. Their debut album is called Injected. The producer was Butch Walker, which we'll hear on the next song. But for this, I thought this album was great. It had at least five or six 
killer rockin' tunes that I absolutely love. And this song, of course, a power ballad, meant so much to me. Um, you know, only hurts a while is when you, after a heartbreak, you know, you gotta realize it's only gonna hurt for a while. And that's what this song meant to me. It was I had, I, you know, if I ever went through something like that in my life, which I did many times, it made me feel good. It made me feel positive. Like, you know, it's only gonna hurt for a while. Let me just get through this. However long it takes me, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. I gotta move forward. And I loved it. And I thought this was great. Any thoughts on this? Um, I had never heard this song before. And I don't listen to a lot of Incubus, but I sound, from what I've heard of them, this band sounds like they wish they were Incubus. Just from what I've heard of Incubus, their sound, this band sounds like they wish they were them or is influenced by them, maybe. I don't know who came first. I'm not really sure, but uh, Incubus came first. It was okay. It was okay. I didn't think it was uh, after a couple of listens. It got better. The first time I heard it, I was like, eh. But a couple of, after listening to it a couple of times, I was like, oh, not bad. So that's it. You got to like, okay, it's a power ballad, blah, 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 blah. I didn't really think it was a power ballad. I don't know. It's more of like a rock song. I don't know. I just, okay. I, didn't, I, wasn't really, I wasn't really on the power ballad train with this one, but. Go ahead. Well, we're, we're not going to agree. It's yeah. not my list. It doesn't matter. Go on to the next one. Let's go. All right, um, like I said, I mentioned this is Butch Walker. He was in a band called Marvelous Three. Um, you know, I've been I followed Butch Walker for a lot, and I still follow him today. He was in a band called Bite the Bullet that came from Georgia. They came to Los Angeles, got a record contract, changed their name to South Gang, and that's when I first started to hear a lot about Butch Walker. Um, South Gang had two great albums, and then this kind of fizzled. And then I heard Butch Walker was with the guys from South Gang. Other than the singer, this is South Gang without the singer. And it was a, you know, Butch is starting to sing now. They had another guy doing bass and then the, the drummer, I think his name was Slug, was doing drums still. And now they went as a three-piece. A little more of the maybe punkish, pop-punk band. Um, but this album um, was really good and I really loved it. I love this song. Uh, same thing. Heartbreak just sometimes let me go just gotta let if, if our if the love isn't working just let me go it's we're just fucked up this is a disaster and a mess but this song kind of I loved it and I love Butch Walker today as a solo artist and a lot of shit he does which is not more of my bread and butter which is my hair metal and rock and roll and you know that kind of stuff but I do love it because I love his voice and I love the way he writes stuff like that so I like this song and I love this song so much any thoughts Chris uh, it's not terrible okay it's not terrible it sounds like something that would come sounds like some of the stuff that was coming out in the later mid 90s like a 97 area where it was like oh alternative's great let's pop it up a little bit 98 so, good good so call not good so call, much man. a pop punk but more of like a pop alternative like let's add some pop onto it catchy it's got a catchy hook to it um yeah. I like it. I nice. like it. Awesome. Yeah. Um, great stuff. Go ahead and go to the next one, man. Is it now? We're now we're, we're, I'm still grouping into this kind of twofer stuff. I did a little more. Uh, this is more rock uh, type song. So uh, this song is called "Stare Too Long," and if you can believe it, this is a band from Corrosion of Conformity (C.O.C.). Mm -hmm. um, 
This is an album uh, um, called uh, America's Volume Dealer. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. That, that that You know, this was one of those songs that kind of took me a long time to fall in love with because I loved some of the other songs. And then I kind of would just let the album play and I heard this song and I go, hey, that's pretty good. And I would hear it again and hear it again and hear it again. I love this song and I think it's great. It's, uh, it's on my one of my favorites. It just reminds me of a bluesy kickback song. And I love it. Same thing like, hey, I'm at the beach. I got a beer. I got a drink. I'm just chilling. I'm relaxing. Life is calm and feeling good. And that's why I loved it. Yeah. I, I think it's cool. It's a, it's a cool song, dude. I, I, great sound to it, dude. Um, yeah. Uh, you weren't expecting something like this out of Corrosion and Conformity. And I actually, when I was listening to this, I was like, Corrosion and Conformity? I had to go to, like, I was listening to your list. I had to go to Spotify and go back and be like, is this the same Corrosion and Conformity? I had to go back like to their first couple albums. I was like, holy shit, dude. Because yeah. I really didn't follow them later on. Correct. Um, they really changed their sound, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't listen to any more this album, but it's totally the other side of the pillow from their first couple albums. Correct, for yeah. sure. You know, Corrosion of Remedy was kind of like a skate punk band when they first began, yeah. first album or two. Um, they added a new guitarist, Pepper, and he took over singing. So that made them have a, almost a Black Sabbath stoner type songs. You know, when they started to play, when he got involved with them. But I love this song, man. It's just, it just makes me feel happy. And I love it. It's, just- it's kind of like a cruising down the street in your convertible. Exactly. Headed to the beach or something like that. Just, like, make you, it, it almost gives you, it gives off that vibe of, like, I'm free of something. Now. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm free. I'm, I've let go of something, and now I'm free. That's kind of the vibe this song gives me. And and that's what I think when it says stare too long. Sometimes you're just staring, staring, staring. And when you break free of that, you're like, oh, shit. I feel good about myself because I was staring or concentrating on this yeah. too much. for, And I'm free. So. Yeah. And even the solo, you could just kind of just fucking rocking. It just That could nice be you playing around. Is that you right there? Could be. Bring me the next song, baby. Let's go. You know, I've I've talked about my daughter a few times, and this was definitely one of those songs that I I fucking loved. Um, it's called. This is Zach Wild. Um, his is he he was doing some solo albums. He did one an all acoustic album called Book of Shadows uh, in 1999, and one of the songs uh, was you know all for you. Uh, is that the name of the song? Uh, I thank you. Uh, sorry. Thank you, child. And it really resonated with me because, you know, my daughter and like I said, sometimes I would go through a lot of shit. Like, obviously, you know, I went through mm-hmm. a lot of stuff with her mom where I would see her. I wouldn't see her. She wouldn't let me see her. She, you know, fought me through every tooth and fucking nail on, on seeing her. So I definitely missed her. And when I missed her, I missed her, man. But I thanked her every time uh, my daughter knows that I just living all worthwhile because of my daughter and I really loved that so that's why I loved Zach Wilde on this and this is a great song I thought too man I mean it it showed a different side of Zach Wilde from not being just 
a, a Ozzy's guitarist, you know, he's fucking playing piano and he's fucking acoustic guitar and he's fucking singing. You know, you wouldn't think a guy with a fucking big beard is going to sing like this. It's great, man. Any thoughts on this? I love it. Um, I love it. And I love how he, a couple times when he's singing, he's right on that verge of going into that classic black label vocal style that he has where it's instantly identified. Like right here. Like he's always toying with that throughout yeah. the whole song. And I love how the guitars come in, you know, a, yeah, heavy a on crunch. a couple times, good crunch comes in, low, and then again at the end. And I think it's a great song, it's a beautiful song, well performed, great written. Um, I love it. Dude. Yeah, what more it, can it, you say? It, it, honestly, it might be the best song you have on your list. Wow. Wow. So this is what we're talking about right now. Take a listen. And you think more is coming, but I mean more, more, more. <laughs> guitars, but it's just that kind of a thing through the whole thing, which adds a lot of tension and drama and depth to the song, which I think just adds everything to it. That just brings it up another level. Great ha- song. Dude. Love have it. you ever heard this song before? Um, I have heard this album, but I didn't sit there and like study it and be like, oh, let me listen to it again and again and again. So in passing, yes, but not really like paying attention to yeah. it and stuff like that. Right. You know, when you put on an album listener, oh, let me check this out. And you put it on, you're doing other shit. Yeah, that was kind of it. Right. You ready? Uh, yes. Before we leave, let me say something first. I'm, I'm going to set this up. I'm going to paint a picture. All right, man. So <laughs> yeah. Side to side or up down? No, no, no. Side to side. So, so like this? I am, I'm definitely... <laughs> Bringing us back to the 80s on the next three songs. Um, these aren't really songs. This isn't really bands or or artists that I loved as a kid in the 80s. But for some reason, they all stayed with me where I was like, man, I love that song. Oh, man, I've got to do this. So go ahead and bring me to the next song, Chris. All right. This is Duran Duran. Save a prayer. And when, you know, the videos came out, when the music and the concerts, I fucking hated Duran Duran. Fuck these fucking fucks. Where's Iron Maiden? Where's Led Zeppelin? Where's Dio? And I mean, just, I was that guy. I was, you know, of course, in the early part of the 80s, I'm a, I'm a early teen. Yeah. I was angry. I didn't want to hear fucking pretty boy Duran Duran shit. But at some point in my life, I heard this song, and I heard it, Chris. It made me fall in love with it. This is a fucking romantic song. You tell a funny story, because I got one that's similar. When I was in elementary school, when Duran Duran was, I think it was the Seven and the Ragged Tiger, the Reflex, that kind of stuff was out, Arena, their album. And I was into, you know, whatever music I was into at that time, but I remember there was this girl I liked, and her favorite band was Duran Duran. So now my favorite band is Duran Duran. So as much as I may or may not want to listen to him, I now listen to everything Duran Duran so I could, you know. Have a conversation. Have a conversation in elementary school. God, now, the now, way the mind works. Let me let me add a little more to you, a little depth for me. I was never the guy that turned to music that I, I wasn't in love with mm-hmm. because of a girl. I had to stay true to myself. I had to stay 
hard rock and heavy metal because I loved it. I couldn't change. Is that kind of like how all the guys at the school started wearing the silky shirts and you were still wearing your Van Halen Iron Maiden shirts? You were like, no way, man. I yes. ain't wearing no silkies. Yes. That's exactly how it was, Chris. I couldn't change just for girls. If they didn't like the music I was and they didn't like me for that, I couldn't change. I Then I needed to find someone who liked my music. I needed to find someone who liked Iron Maiden, who liked Van Halen, who liked, you know, uh, uh, Black Sabbath. I needed to find somebody. Now, they were very rare and few, and it took a long time to find somebody, but there were times that I, I, I couldn't change, Chris. I, I had to be true to myself. Just couldn't do it. But like I said, nowadays, uh, I matured a little bit, and I really love Duran Duran. I can go back to the 80s and hear all those 80s music and all those 80s songs and, and love it and dance and go crazy, and that's just me now. And I've seen you dance. Yeah, thanks, man. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. thing. Um, like I said, I love this song. I think it's great. Go ahead and bring me to the next one. I got right, another quick go. story with it. Um, if you can't tell, if you know, if you're old a, school. A band that we've talked about before. Yeah, we've talked about before. A band that we've before. talked about. That we've, and we, I know it doesn't really fall in our thing that we do, yeah. but we definitely got to do. Oh, band. yes, yeah, yes. We yes. definitely got to do these. Yes, bands. go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, this is a band called In Excess. They came out with an album. Um, and it was in 1987 that was released. Same thing. Uh, I think this was their second or third hit. Um, and it took a little while. I saw the video, you know, it took a second to really appreciate it. But in the end, I thought this is a great song, too. This is a great band, you know? Um, I loved it. So, this might be the best song you have on your list. I take it back. I think this might be the best song you have. I love NXS, the album Kick. From top to bottom is great. Michael Hutchinson, bless his soul, rest in peace. One of the great front men from the late 80s um, and of all time. Great voice, great presence. I think they had 358 members in the band. Uh, it seemed like it, dude, everybody they had in there, but man, love this song. I, this is a great song. This is a great song. This is, even though it was released and it was a hit and it was a single, people never think of this song when they think of this band. And I love it. Look, this is just about we're going to stay together. Nothing's ever going to tear us yeah. apart. We are strong. We are one. And nothing's going to stop that kind of thing. I love it, dude. I love it. And you know, at the time, I couldn't appreciate NXS and even Duran Duran. They played their own instruments. They played. And that was my big thing. Oh, you don't play. They're just playing a fucking synthesizer or a keyboard. No. If you really looked at them and followed, they're playing instruments. Uh -huh. They're playing music. It's just some of it was more keyboard first instead of guitar first. How are you on the uh, saxophone solos? Because it's in excess, I'm good with it. Yeah. It made me, like like I said, I fell in love with this song, and it's just always been one of those songs that I've always loved from You them. know, it's almost like, and I do love this song, I love in excess, with the sax solo can be so polarizing, but... In their instance, it's it's so different than like a band that throws in a saxophone solo. They have a saxophone player in the band. That's part of their band. Yes, they do the sax solo. So it's a little different. And it just, it never doesn't work with them. Nothing they do doesn't work, in my opinion. Yeah. And this song, and this song is outer limits, It's just dude. I excellent, it. right? Yeah. And, you know, I'm sorry. I, if I didn't say it before, Duran Duran's album, Rio, came out in 82. Yeah, so 82, this is 87, and the next one's 84. So go ahead and bring me to the next song, Chris. Yeah. This is my this is my final song 
on my playlist for uh, Valentine's Day special. Um, now, uh, this song I've had in my arsenal for a very fucking long time. Locked and loaded. I love this song. And when I first heard it, I saw the video. And I was like, oh my God, I love this song. But this is Rick Springfield. Um, this is from his album, Hard to, Hard to Hold. And this is a song called Don't Walk Away. Now, if you notice, Chris, my first song that I played was Don't Walk Away from Danger Danger. So what I did was I sandwiched these Don't Walk Aways in you between my playlist. You are very clever, my friend. <laughs> very clever. This is Rick Springfield. Uh, he did a movie in the eight, in, in 84. You know, he was still big on Jesse's Girl and shit like that, right? But oh my God. General Hospital. Was yeah, General it? Hospital. This song took me for a loop. It was in love. Same thing with some of these songs that I talked about. Don't walk away from our love. We'll, we'll make it work. It's just a different way of saying it. And I really dug it. I think this, and this is a classic 80s song because you can hear the synthesizers in the background. You know, making it feel. I don't think the, the movie was very good, but the soundtrack kicked ass. You know what I mean? Any no, thoughts on this? I will tell you this. So I'm looking at the album cover right now. The album cover sounds exactly what what the song. <laughs> hey, uh, we have an album cover. You look at. What do you think the song sounds like? This is what it sounds like, dude. I love it. It's great. Uh, it's Rick Springfield. It's '80s. It's synth. It's rock. It's pop. Yeah. Uh, great message in the song. And that's yeah, it. It's. We're gonna dial up the cheese meter a little bit here. We yeah. got the sexy saxophone playing, you yeah, know. Are you sure this is the same uh, saxophonist from uh, Lost Boys? Oh God, that was the big buff <laughs> guy, dude. The big buff guy doing the saxophone? <laughs> or did he get the guy from NXS? Maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, this is definitely a cheese, but this song I definitely love. I've had it in my arsenal for a long time. I didn't get to play it last year, but I played it this year. I'm gonna have to come up with a whole new playlist. For next year, I'm gonna come up with a theme. My theme, like I told Chris, I went from you know 90s to some craziness, some different songs out there, and I wanted to end on the 80s. That's why I grouped these three at the end. Um, I loved it, man. I said, listen I to that. Yeah, dude, listen to that keyboard. It's almost like a synthy saxophone. It, it was. That's good. I, I so love this song so much, man. Hey, guess what, Greg? What? You know where you can find us? Nowhere. On TikTok and Instagram, the Big Talk Podcast, at BigTalkCG.podcast, YouTube, Facebook, the Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. It's three Gs, one in the front, two in the back. Spotify, Apple, Samsung, Google, everywhere. Search us out, find us. And remember, guys. Valentine's Day is for all you lovers and lovers in training. That's right, man. We love you. Anyways, Nation, thank you very much for listening to Chris's part one, Greg part two. Uh, we love you very much. We love each other. We say it too damn much to yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, but through everything, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. This is Greg from the Big Talk Podcast. See ya. The one.
walk away. 